If you are searching for a meaningful spiritual experience, look no further than St. Anthony's Parish in Alston, Massachusetts. Join us at 43 Holton Street in between Soldiers Field Road and the Mass Pike. Immerse yourself in the complete St. Anthony's Parish encounter through our 10 o'clock a.m. chanted Mass. Whether you're a Catholic seeking a parish to call home or someone looking for spiritual guidance, our welcoming community is here for you. Visit our website at www.stanthonyalston.org for more information. St. Anthony's Parish, where faith finds a home. Welcome to the voice of St. Anthony Parish from Alston, Massachusetts, right here on WROL, 950 AM, 100.3 FM. And you can also hear us at catholicaudiomedia.com and your favorite podcast platform. And we are here with my Christmas homily for this year. And as you know, I've done in the past story homilies, and I started to do some over the past several weeks. I, I did one on the first Sunday of Advent, and so, so I thought I'd do one for Christmas as well. And so my homily is simply going to be a story homily, which brings out an interesting message, I hope. And of course, the best thing about a story homily is people talk about what the story is about and how it touches them. See, it's a little bit different than just a straight homily. So let us switch over to my homily from Christmas at St. Anthony Parish in Alston, Massachusetts. On the first night, on Christmas night, actually, you had the shepherds who the angels called to go worship the Lord in Bethlehem. But some of the shepherds stayed behind. One of them was a shepherd named Benjamin. What happened was when they went to go worship the new king in Bethlehem, he said, look, you guys go ahead and I'm going to mind the flock. Now, what he was actually doing is they, they realized this was a generous offer and they thanked him greatly. But there was another side to it. You see, he had been through um, an earlier part of his life when he wasn't the best of people. Um, He had a severe drinking problem and he was really nasty. And his wife and children left him and he could have challenged it in court and the whole bit, but he said no. He said, no, I, I was an awful person then and I'm going to let them be free of me. And even though he had changed parts of his life, he felt if anyone should not be going to um, visit the Messiah, it's me. And so Benjamin stayed back and he was there and it was a night sky and of course there was no light pollution then so we could see all the stars. And the star of Bethlehem was not like this mini sun, it's often portrayed in, in art but it was actually a tiny point of light that was brighter than all the other tiny points of light. So anyone who knew the stars, like eventually we learn of the Magi, um, would understand that that meant something. But they were all the stars, and they were as numerous, as they say, of the sand on, on the sea. And there was another shepherd who actually came by. His name was Joel. And Joel says, you're staying back. And he says, yes, I decided to stay back um, and let the other guys go, so I'm going to mind the sheep. 
And he said, well, you know, I got some friends who are going to mine the, the sheep for me. Um, they could mine your sheep too, and we could go together. Now, he wasn't born yesterday. He saw that trick coming a mile away. And, and he says, no, no, I'm fine. He says, no, 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 trust me. Trust me. My friends are trustworthy, but please consider come, coming with me. And he said, no, I, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine where I am. And Joel again said, well, I'd really like you to come with me because if you don't, I'm going to walk alone and I'd rather someone else was with me because that's safer. And so eventually Benjamin said, yes, I'll go with you. And so they started, their friends came, the friends of Joel came and they, they greeted each other and, then, and Benjamin knew they were trustworthy. And so they started to walk down the path, and it was a quiet night, and as they walked down, their sandals were, you know, walking on the the dirt, you could hear that crunching sound, or the sandals, you could hear the wind, because there weren't a lot of trees near here, the wind, the wind is very powerful in those areas, you could hear the wind, and they walked along, and they talked about themselves, you know, who they were, and what they, and what, you know, blah, 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 and they, doing the, the um, small talk as they continued walking, heading towards Bethlehem. And they finally came to a spot where this man comes out from behind a rock and he pulls out a sword and he puts it right under Joel's chin and he had to look up like this and he says, give me all your money or I'll cut your head off. And Benjamin looks at him and says, what are you doing? And the man says, I'm going to rob you, him, and then I'm going to rob you. And Benjamin looks at him and says, Shadrach, it's me, Benjamin. And Shadrach looks at him and goes, Benjamin, I thought you were staying back with the sheep. And Benjamin said, well, I was, but this man wanted to come. He wanted to be safe and looks like it's a good thing I was here. And Shadrach started to drop the sword. And Benjamin says, what are you doing out here? I thought you told me a long time ago you stopped doing this. And Shadrach said, well, I started up again. He says, does your wife know where you are? He says, well, I told her I'm helping out, fixing up a house down the road. He said, you've been telling her that for five years. That house would be 15 stories by now. He says, "Would would you at least consider following a commandment and he said well I'm very faithful to my wife well then would you at least consider following two commandments he says just go home to your wife but he says wait a minute one more thing and he called Shadrach over he says give me the sword Shadrach gave him the sword and Benjamin just broke it in half threw it in the ground he says go home he says enough of this you told me a long time ago you'd stop doing this Joel was shaking through this whole thing. He was just all, all terrified and stuff. And Benjamin calmed him down, said, everything will be fine. I've known Benjamin for, uh, Shadrach for a long time. He's not such a bad guy, to tell you the truth, but he robs people. So they started to walk down the path again, and they were talking about that whole conversation. And as they're walking down the path, they hear in the background these words, drachma. Drachma, drachma. And as they get closer, it gets louder. And finally, they see this young girl sitting by the side of the road. And she's holding out her hands going, drachma, drachma. And Benjamin looks at her and says, what are you doing here? Do your parents know you're here? And she said, no, but we don't have enough food. And I snuck out, so maybe I could ask people for, for money for food. Benjamin reaches in his pocket and pulls it out and gives it right to her. And 
So now you go home and you tell your parents that's the money for food tomorrow. And so they, she went home and the two of them continued walking down the path. And eventually they came to the city limits. Now people were holding their torches and so you could see, there were so many people in the distance, you could see the, the light from where they were. So they figured that's obviously where the new Messiah is. And Benjamin was gonna stay back. He said, okay, you've got to the city limits. And Joel says, no, 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 let's see how close we can get. And so we get, they get close enough and getting closer and finally Benjamin finds himself so close, he's not really next to them, but he's close enough to see the woman all dressed in blue. He sees her holding the baby and he sees the man, like the shepherd there next to, next to them. And when he looks at them, they look at him almost with a smile and almost like, we're glad you're here, Benjamin. And they're like, he, and he was just shocked. He was just thrown off by that look. And it threw him off so much he got down on his knees and he started to cry. He was like, he's like, please let me never be what I was in the past. Please let me be someone who can be someone worthy of that look upon me. And he prayed right then and there. And the tears started falling from his eyes and they fell into the dust and fell from his eyes. And he tried to hide his face from Joel. He tried to hide his face from Joel and then he went, Joel? Where's Joel? And he stood up and he looked around and he couldn't find Joel. Joel disappeared. And he looked around and he kind of called out his name and couldn't hear anything. And you couldn't hear anyone respond. And he, he stood up and Joel, and then finally he looked back to the woman and the baby and the man and he saw Joel standing behind them. There he was. And suddenly he turned like a bright white and disappeared. And right then and there, Benjamin knew what had happened. Joel was the angel that stayed behind because Benjamin was the shepherd who stayed behind. And Joel was there to tell Benjamin that yes, even for people like him, the shepherd, the Messiah had come. You know, story homilies are great ways to get across a message in a way that it can touch every single person. And of course, they're designed for people to discuss. What do you think of that story? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Uh, did you see it coming? Did you not see it coming? Were you surprised? Why do you think each character did what they did? And all those things kind of coming together to show that message. And I'll let you figure out what the message is. You're listening to the voice of St. Anthony Parish from Alston, Massachusetts, right here on WROL, 9.50 a.m., 100.3 FM. And you can also hear us at catholicaudiomedia.com. That's catholicaudiomedia.com. Well, we hope you enjoyed this, and I hope you have a blessed Christmas and a blessed Christmas season, because you know the Christmas season is continuing right up until the baptism of the Lord, So, which is about a week away. So keeping that in mind, it's a very special time and the season is longer than the day, as you know. And uh, so celebrating the love that Christ gives to each and every one of us during this Christmas season, let us recognize his love, live his love so that all may know the love of the Prince of Peace, the love of Christ.
I want to call your attention to Catholic TV, which offers great faith-filled, family-friendly programming 24 hours a day. You can find your cable channel at www.getcatholictv.com, and you can watch online on the free apps or check out the YouTube channel. Daily Mass, Rosaries, the Divine Mercy Chaplet, and the Our Lady of Perpetual Help Novena are all available online and on demand. Check out CatholicTV.com. If you are searching for a meaningful spiritual experience, look no further than St. Anthony's Parish in Alston, Massachusetts. Join us at 43 Holton Street in between Soldiers Field Road and the Mass Pike. Immerse yourself in the complete St. Anthony's Parish encounter through our 10 o'clock a.m. chanted Mass. Whether you're a Catholic seeking a parish to call home or someone looking for spiritual guidance, our welcoming community is here for you. Visit our website at www.stanthonyalston.org for more information. St. Anthony's Parish, where faith finds a home.